Check. One, two. One, two. Why is it, uh... My gain levels? My gain levels? Can I hear? Can I hear? Can I hear? What? 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 Alright. We're rolling. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I uh, wanted to do a little something this morning. If you've been following the uh, the regular podcast with uh, the Pied Piper Peter, um, I don't really need to bring you up to speed. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you up to speed. Um, yeah, I've fallen off on all this uh, meditation and introspection and esoteric wisdom stuff. It's been a while since I've dug into some of it. So I thought this morning, afternoon or evening, depending on when you're listening to this, we could go into a little something something. I wanted to pull up, I'd put together a, uh, a bunch of notes for a conversation with Peter, but we never ended up doing any of the stuff that I'd written out or the outline for the show that I'd, I'd made. So I figured we could do that now and it's not much of an outline it's really just stuff I've highlighted in a book that I was reading and uh, you know it's a cool crisp December morning and I thought you know what why not let's just get a podcast in let's have a little have a little talkie here have a little talkie this morning so I think I think the the way we want to start here is first by turning the music down in my headphones. It is loud in my headphones right now. We're going to close this out. Um, but I think I want to. I think we should start with. Uh, well, we should start with what what happened last night. I watched Donnie Darko last night. That's what happened. Hadn't seen it since I was probably 15, 16. I I mean I watched it a lot when I first saw it. And, uh, so that, that happened, watched that last night and it, and I saw things that I didn't see before, you know, before I was like really just interested at what the message of the movie was and what it was trying to communicate. It's very philosophical. And I remember researching a lot about it and trying to figure out like, what, what were they getting at? And then I watched it last night and saw, saw, it's funny because when you're younger, there's a limit to where your thoughts can go. There's a limit to what you're capable of imagining or what you're capable of I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know if this is true or not, but for me it was because I didn't have a, a depth of experience or knowledge uh, being alive. I really, you know, had to try to wrap my, my brain around what they were saying for what they were saying in the film. But now since I've had, you know, 34 years of life experience watching it and seeing some different things in it, uh, it was pretty interesting and it's funny. I thought I would I would be on the show to to give you what I saw, like to share about what I saw, but I I won't be doing that because I, I don't think uh I think that, you know what? I don't I don't think um I don't think it really matters. The the movie's great. It's even if you don't know shit about anything, it's the one of the best soundtracks ever, one of the best scores ever. The acting is excellent and and like I guess the uh the emotional depth that the characters carry in the film the actors that play them they just crush it like the whole thing is shot and filmed and performed 
I mean, it's it's real. It's a good one. Donnie Darko. This is the podcast where I just talk about how great Donnie Darko is and hope that you stop listening to go watch it. Welcome to the show. Why are you still here? <laughs> go watch Donnie Darko. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, no, but seriously, go watch Donnie Darko. The other movie I watched, The Matrix. Hadn't seen that one since back in the day. And I remember The Matrix had like a, it, it introduced me, I guess, to like a existential philosophy of like, you know, like what if we're in a simulation, right? And watching it this time, it had a different effect. I used to think it was like super, super profound. I used to think like, oh my God, dude, what if we're in The Matrix? Like, that's what this could be. I'm the only one that that's real. What if everyone's just a program? You know, like, that's how I used to feel about the movie. But when I watched it this weekend, I had a different feeling about it. I understood the main theme, which is that society at large, you know, we can become slaves to ideas and we can become slaves to, um, I guess, consumerism or just the cultural narrative at large. Like we can, we can easily identify ourselves with a massive amount of things, groups, ideas, you know, whatever we can... We can find ourselves, I don't know, I, I, I don't want, I'm, it, that's, that, to me, that's what the main kind of message was, is like, there's a reason you feel, he's talking to Neo, Morpheus is, he's like, there's a reason that you feel you can't sleep at night, and you're looking, and you're seeking for something, and you can't find the answer, and you're antsy, and you're anxious, and this, and then that, and it's like, it's because, uh, because you don't know the truth, and um, I could relate with that, I could relate with it. But, um, yeah, I don't know, but, but it kind of, fe- it, it, it fell off for me when he, when he woke up in that vat of goo, you know, when he took the, when he took the red pill and woke up in the vat of goo, <laughs> for me, it was like a visceral, like, oh, like, okay, like put me back in the dream world. I was like, fuck that. Like he is like, like a fetus in this like warm, liquidy, gooey substance, you can't even, never even breathed ever. He's like a baby born in a machine for it, a machine uh, garden or whatever, or like tube garden full of cabbage patch people, you know? And I don't know. It's just, I, I saw it happen and I was like, oh God, like I would not want to know the truth, which was uh, what I, I didn't expect that because, uh, you know, you want to know the truth, right? And then it makes me, now that I'm sharing, it's like makes me question I guess how I'm living my own life is, am I actually, am I, am I content with living in, in this dream, uh, you know, rather than continuing to dig for and experience truth? And, um, yeah, I guess that, I guess that, that, that could be a good segue <clears throat> into what I wanted to go over this morning. Um, what I wanted to read through. Uh, this is um, this is a book from an author who I've co- we've covered a lot on the podcast. Uh, but for me, he is, you know, I can every time I start to try to name like one of the my influences or my inspirations or people that had a profound effect on me, it's like I see one name and then five others that spread out from that person. Where it's like, okay, like yeah, Vernon Howard fucking changed the game for me. But the person who gave me the book, the first book is really what it was. And then I think, oh wait, shit, it's actually the dude that I met when I was going through a tough time who told me to shape up 
and kicked me out of his house, that that's actually the dude I should be thanking. <laughs> so it always goes back and forth. And and then I go, oh, shit, it's probably Patrick. You know, if Patrick hadn't, you know, listened to my crazy and, and wrote and record all those songs with me, I would have never reached the depths of despair that I had attained. Like, <laughs> so I should be thinking Patrick. <laughs> no, but it's, it's funny. It's, it's, it can go ad infinitum. Bobby should thank my parents. Thank you guys. Like if you didn't, if you hadn't done the duty, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> and then I even go further and thank their, you know, grandma and grandpa. So shout out. To, no, seriously. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But this book, this, when this book landed in my hands and I sat and I read it for the first time, it's, it opened something up in me and it was almost like I was drinking water for the first time, uh, like cool water after being in a desert. And, um, so ever since that day, you know, I've just been following my thread of curiosity through all this esoteric wisdom, these mystical truths and these stories and these, um, I guess these, uh, ways of living or ways of experiencing reality or ways of understanding what, what actually is occurring within one's being or one's experience or one's body or however you want to phrase it. And uh, this is one of the one of the deeper books in in the lexicon of this author. His name's Vernon Howard. Um, and it's it's you know after I read the main ones and I kept going and finding more and more and then I actually haven't even finished this one. This one I'm I got to a chapter that was really good and I was like okay I want to talk about this with Peter. So I underlined a bunch of stuff, and uh, the plan was to do a show with him about it. And uh, never happened. So because and I don't I don't think it ever will happen because when I get with Peter, we end up talking about whatever wants to be talked about. And uh, it's like planning is not planning is not in the purview of our podcast experience. And that's okay. It's not in the purview of this podcast experience either. I was checking levels and all of a sudden we're recording and I'm talking. So if you were here for something that was uh, (laughs) that was uh, produced and edited and checked rewritten twice and three times you can go back to all my other podcasts and all my other essays they exist on the website i was obsessively obsessively curtailing a lot of that content and i do not think it helped so you can go back there check out some of that over over analyzed over perfected work of me attempting to communicate whatever it was i was experiencing um but yeah, that's uh, out with the old and with the new. I'm not. I'm not interested in, in trying to. I'm not interested in trying to to create like a perfect expression anymore. Or like, uh, it was I, what it was. Was it, I, I saw language. You know, language is a huge barrier, or it, it's a huge asset because it gives people the ability to to connect in their own way. And I and I felt there was. I don't know what it was with me, but like, I wanted to communicate a specific thing. There was a specific message or an idea I wanted to transmit. And I and I was I obsessively removed, added, rearranged words. It's just I guess it's one of my compulsions. Like I'm pretty art artist artistic, <laughs> artist. I can't tell the difference. Autistic, artistic. I'm both of those things. Um, I'm. Uh, it's it's tough to. I'm on the spectrum. That's what I'm saying. Somewhere on the spectrum. And I've I've learned to accept it and even embrace it. You know what? Someone used to always tell. I used to get. Why are you? Why are you overthinking this? Why are you overthinking this? You know, I used to get that a lot. And um, the, you, you can't not overthink. Like it's, it's like telling, asking someone, "Why are you so tall?" Like, why are you so tall? 
you're always so tall, dude. Like, why are you so tall? <laughs> like, you, you kind of just have to, like, ex- you know, you just accept whatever it is you are, you know? Just accept what you are. It, first of all, it's tough enough just being however you are, if if you are in a, in a type of way. Then, then you got the added effect of your brain telling you you should be different. And that's that's even worse. That's even muddier. Just because somebody's asking why you're thinking too much. Anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> I could say ever since I've started uh, working with Peter and doing the pod and reading all this stuff, I've thought I've been thinking way less, which is nice. This is probably the most I've thought all week, and it's and it's not even really thinking because I'm speaking, which is pretty nice. Ugh. This is just gonna be one long monologue. I've decided. We're not even going to do what we're going to do. This is just going to be one long monologue. Um, Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. All right, so the first thing I want to do, I want to read a quote. I don't know where I got this quote, where it came from, what it's for. I found it. I don't know how I found it. It showed up yesterday. Okay. And this is... uh, this is a quote on Zen. So that, I'm going to read this quote before we go into the chapter. By the way, the chapter we're going to read, it's called The Mysteries of the Secret World from Vernon Howard's book, Your Power of Natural Knowing. But before we go in, I want to read this quote on Zen because I want to explain, try to, try to communicate a little bit about Zen. I think it'll help uh, as we read through this chapter to get a base understanding of what Zen or Zen Buddhism or Taoism is. So hold on one second. Hold on one second. I brought you something close to me and left with something new. This is on Zen. I know it's a good song. I know. I'm disappointed too. We'll come back to it. It's called Breathe by Telepop Music. You can throw that on your playlist. It's been there for years, years and years. Anyway, this is Zen. Okay? On Zen. This is the quote. Not thinking about anything is Zen. Once you know this, walking, standing, sitting, or lying down, everything you do is Zen. To know that the mind is empty is to see the Buddha. Using the mind to look for reality is delusion. Not using the mind to look for reality is awareness. Freeing oneself from words is liberation. That's Bodhidharma. 
That's the quote. So yeah, so let me just unpack this before we go into this chap, this chapter of the power of your natural knowing. Okay, on Zen, not thinking about anything is Zen. So the best way to describe Zen is, is a, you can't really describe it, but just to say it is what is. It's just recognition and awareness of the melody or the harmony of life as it unfolds and expresses itself being part of the composition as it unfolds. And, that, and when you exist in that space, in that state, when you are in harmony with everything around you, you are, you are embodying a Zen-like state of being. So that's Zen. So we're not thinking about anything as Zen. It's, it's about being. And then once you know this, walking, standing, sitting, or lying down, everything you do is Zen. And this, is, and this kind of comes into a little Taoist philosophy here, but uh, the idea is once you recognize the natural congruency between yourself and the environment, once the whole idea of cause and effect cause and effect breaks down and you start to see beyond there was this so there's that and you start to pay attention to where things arise from like where are my impulses where are my thoughts where are my emotions where's all this stuff coming from my breath what is breathing me when you start to see these things you start to realize that you are being lived that you're 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 just as much a phenomena as any plant growing, as any star shining, as any seed blooming. And it's happening every single moment of every single minute, minutia minute of time, is you are uh, Zen. You are, you are being lived. It's a, it's a congruent relationship between yourself and the world around you. There's no separation. It's a harmonic experience. So pooping. Peeing, standing, eating, sitting, walking, lying, everything is Zen. And, uh, and, that's, and that's considering like your mind is out of the equation, right? I'm not thinking about anything. I'm, I'm being and doing and, or really being done. So yeah, it's like a, it's a Taoist state of being, you're being lived through this, uh, this one. And that connects basically to Donnie Darko is, you know, if you see the film, there's, the, there's some scenes where it shows this, this like worm, wormhole, worm portal coming out of people's chest cavities, and like it, it guide, it's like going ahead of them, and then they just follow it to wherever they're going. Uh, that that is that's a good image, a good imagery of of uh, it's just good imagery. I don't know what if it, I don't know, it's a it's a free will thing. It's like do we have free will or not? And uh, the idea is is no choice is true freedom. It's existing in a state of spontaneity and a state of uh, uh, expression or just movement or motion without thinking that is that is the zen the zen state of just being anyway i hope i did a good job explaining that i hope i did i wanted to move forward so to know that the mind is empty is to see the buddha so the buddha in the sense that the buddha nature it's almost like saying god so to know that the mind is empty is to see the buddha or god um and that basically, that's, that's like a, yeah, I don't know if I can communicate this, but it's a space, it's, it's, it's where you were before you were born. It's whatever that space is before birth. Uh, the void or the, the nothingness that allows, that, that, is a, uh, that allows everything, you know, the yin and the yang. There, there can't be anything without, there can't be something without nothing. 
And it's that nothingness, that null space, that the mind is empty is to see the Buddha, is to see the phenomena of life as it expresses itself in all its miraculous nature. And that's, uh, yeah, and that's, uh, that's what it's saying. And then using the mind to look for reality is delusion. It's just delusional. This is reality. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to think. There's nothing to conceptualize about it. Um, if we were trying to use our mind, like I've done in the past, to philosophize and, and actualize a state of reality, I'm, I'm delusional. I'm existing in a state of delusion. Reality is what is. It's. I didn't have a gong, so I so I clapped my hands. And then the next piece: not using the mind to look for reality is awareness. And Anthony DeMello goes on about this. Great book, Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Uh, what you're really doing is you're accessing a part of your, of, your, of your mind, which is just the state or the space of awareness, is just watching. It's you know, kind of like base level mindfulness is when you're aware that you're seeing thoughts, you're seeing feelings, you're seeing physical movements in your environment, you're seeing tr wind blow, trees. You're just observing everything as if, uh, without any attachment to it, or without any judgment on it, or any label on it. So not using the mind to look for reality is awareness. If you're, awareness of what is occur if you're aware of what is occurring, uh, you're experiencing reality. And uh, I don't know if that's open for debate. If you're listening to this, congratulations, you've arrived. It's reality. Welcome to, welcome to reality. <laughs> it's here. It's, no, it's never going to be anywhere but here. And that's why, you know, you get into the whole, you know, like, what am I searching for? What am I hoping to gain? What am I hoping to achieve? You know, how do I create a life? You know, all those questions I used to fucking wrap my brain about and try to make and, 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 and you know, uh, happiness continued to elude me, right? Because it's something that arises on its own from inside out. So as soon as I stopped playing the rat race, as soon as I stopped trying to make my way or figure this shit out, as soon as I, st I learned how to just sit my ass down and do nothing, is when I started to experience what, what uh, all these philosophers and mystics and poets have been writing about. Um, so, yeah, not using the mind to look for reality is awareness. Freeing oneself from words is liberation. Um, I guess the best way to look at this is when you start to see that, and there's many, because I'm a fan of words, I like words, but there's a, there's a way of looking at it where people's words, people's expressions are, are actually, it's, it's music, it's tonality, it's, it's, just a, it's, just a, it's just a word, you know, they're just words. Um, Freeing oneself from words as liberation, all of a sudden I see them not as anything more or less meaningful than anything else. A choice word here, a choice word there, you know, it doesn't scathe you. It doesn't scathe you when you hear something abstract or obtuse. And it's tough because, I mean, I hear people, when, when, when Melissa describes, you know, some of the animals that she's treating in the state of their, like, how they show up at the shelter. And I hear the, the graphic nature of it. It's, it's like, ugh, because my, my imagination takes it, you know? So I don't know if I'm all the way toward, I don't think I'm actually, in, I'm not liberated yet. So that's something to work towards, is freeing oneself from words is liberation. 
maybe that's something I can meditate on today. Like maybe practice hearing words as uh, for the guttural noises that they are rather than the descriptive nature of what they're portraying or projecting. So that was it. That was on Zen. Uh, do we want to read this chapter? Do we even want to read this chapter? Let's look at it. Uh, no, I don't want to. We're 25 minutes into this thing. I don't think. <laughs> once again, <laughs> once again, we're not going to get to the outline. <laughs> once again, your power of natural knowing, Vernon Howard, V. Howe. Sorry, dude, we're keeping you on, on the block here. Maybe we'll come back later. I don't know. This is the second time I've tried to do this, and it still hasn't happened. Uh, if you're interested in hearing it and you want to want to hear it uh, and you send me a message or let me know, uh, we can make it happen. There's just no, I just don't have any real um, reason to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it doesn't feel like it wants to be done. Uh, so instead, I'm going to go ahead and close this thing up and uh, continue with the rest of the day. Thank you for joining. Thank you for hanging. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. If you didn't, that's okay too. Uh, like most things in life, they're happening. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what I mean. I don't know what anything means, but I'm really glad that you're here. So with that, I'm gonna close out with a song and we're gonna go, let's look at what we're looking at here. What are we looking at when we're looking at? Should we finish? Yeah, let's just finish out the song that, that I rudely interrupted a few moments ago. Uh, yeah, give you something to think about. Think about what we talked about. Think about what we heard, what we listened to. And we're going to close out with Breathe by Telepop Music. I brought you something close to me Left with something new See through your head You haunt my dreams There's nothing to do but believe Just believe Yeah.